Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. That's right. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Easy from We're Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. They've got an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free roll hazard protection, and more than 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is phenomenal, period. It's the way tire buying should be. And this is about, it's been fun, but it's really about to get fun because Scottie Pippen. Is at it again. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say something after his comments quickly. I'm going to let Ephraim go. And then I, I got something to say, but I, I do want to just say a little something after Scotty's comments that he made to Stacey King. Now, Scotty, of course, has six championships with Michael Jordan. Stacey King has three championships with Michael Jordan. The first three Pete. And here's what Scotty Pippen said when talking, asked about the goat. LeBron will be the greatest statistical guy to ever play the game of basketball. And there's no comparison to him. None. So, does that make him the greatest player to ever play the game? I'll leave that out for debating because I don't believe that there's a great player because our game is a team game and one player can't do it. Like, I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to play with the Bulls. You guys seen him play. He's a horrible player. He was horrible to play with. He was all one-on-one. He's shooting bad shots. And all of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. Ooh. Okay. All right, first, this is what I want to say, and then I'll, I'll let you go, Ephraim. 
Scotty, first, Scotty's all over the place. <laughs> Scotty has said Jordan's the goat. Well, he said LeBron's the goat. Then he says Jordan's the goat. Then he flip flopped again, and now this. All right. He's also. I remember he's also talking said, to Scotty. The also, first time he said that LeBron was the goat, I asked him the question, or it wasn't even the goat. It was is he better than Jordan? It was on Mike and Mike. I was co-hosting Mike and Mike in the morning back at ESPN. And I had talked to Scott. He had been doing some stuff for ESPN. And I had talked to him in the halls. And I had asked him about the top players and stuff. And he said something that made me question, really made me feel like, you know what? He don't think Mike's the GOAT. I don't even think we were using GOAT term. I don't even know at that time, right? This was years ago. And I said, but I was like, I don't think he thinks Mike's the best. And so we had him on Mike and Mike a couple days later or a week later, whatever, uh, on the air. He was on the phone. And I asked him, is LeBron better than Michael Jordan? And that's when he said he was. He's a better all-around player. I think he said he's a better player than Mike. And then, of course, he got flack. I'm sure Mike called him, Ron Harper, they all got in his ear. And next thing you know, he's talking about Jordan being the GOAT. And he's flip-flopped several times. This, though, he's bitter. He's bitter. <laughs> right? Remember after the last dance, he came out with something hating on Jordan, his book. And now you actually have the audacity. I don't know if he misspoke. He said he was a horrible player. It's one thing to be if he had said he was horrible to play with. I would disagree with that, but if you felt like he's taking all the shots, you know, he, you know, he shot at a high efficiency rate, but he's taking all the shots. Okay, you didn't like playing with him. To say horrible player, and then they forgot who he was. Like, oh, he was still he was horrible, and people overrated him when he started winning. I got my thoughts. I'm gonna let you go though first. I just wanted to say that Scotty is out there. You also have to remember during the flip flop, he said he was the goat as well. Did you well, left, I, I yeah, missed that? Yeah, you left he that part was the out. Goat? Yes. <laughs> God. Yes. Please. So it, it, it within one of those him, you, me, it was a it was a me in there for for Scotty. <laughs> Scotty's coming from a perspective of a player, another dynamic great player who joins a great player and they accomplish something together and he doesn't get any of the credit, right? It's when you marry up, right? You got the money, but your wife looks better than you and she gets all the attention. you You get the attention. She gets the attention. You feel a certain type of way. She got well, the it, money too, though. Right. It, it, well, now you yeah. got a little bit of money. She got all the money and it's fine. Right. You got a little bit of money and you okay. Now you holding the purse <laughs> on the red carpet. Scotty's tired of holding the purse on the red carpet. So you also got to look at what's going on in his personal life, right? The ex-wife dating Michael Jordan's son. Like th- that this can't is, feel good. This is deep, brother. That there's can't some, feel good. Can we stop wounds. there for a second? Yeah. Not, we ain't got to go too deep in it. It's a but wounds, just, bro. If, your do- if my daughter, or let's just, if my wife, I mean, we still married, but if my wife was dating Rob's one of my son. boy's sons. Rob's, Rob's, Rob's Rob Parker's son. son. 
Or my daughter was dating Rob. Yes. I'm salty. I'm sorry. I'm upset. Y'all got to fight. Y'all got to fight every day. We got to fight. We got to fight every day. So, (laughs) Scotty's all over the place because life right now is all over the place. Yep. He's dealing with a a lot of things, right? And you know, when you're dealing with personal matters, your own self-worth, what you've meant in your career – what other per- what others perceive you as being, and now with the personal aspect of it, brother, that's enough to drive you crazy. That's enough to make yeah. you flip flop. That's enough to make you pull at straws and strings trying to find your footing, and that's what we're seeing. Look, in some aspects, Scottie Pippen isn't all wrong because what the, the, aspect? The, the, the simple fact that before Scottie Pippen got there. Michael Jordan was a dynamic player. I'm not going to agree with him that he was terrible. He may have been a terrible teammate because Michael was about that life, right? I'm going to get this. If y'all not coming, y'all not coming, right? But then you get somebody with the talent and the ability to match your your your, your vibrato, to match your energy, to match your style Scottie of play. Scotty didn't do all that though. No, Scotty was a defensive aficionado. So him and Jordan at the top of the key, brother. You remember what he did to Mark Jackson? You remember what Scotty Pippen did to Mark Jackson he did in the playoffs? Magic Johnson, right? So when you have somebody of that caliber who can also score thirty, Scotty. Now, yeah, what? Scotty never averaged more than 23 points a game. I said who can score 30. Oh, occasionally. Who can score 30? Okay. Right? So if Jordan has 33 and Scotty has 32, like. That Michael was Jordan. a rarity. Scotty wasn't a huge scorer. Hey, man. Scottie, in fact, his career high was 22 points a game. And that was when Mike wasn't there. Scotty Pippen was a dynamic long wing. The yeah, likes get, we hadn't seen before. With the speed of uh, a smaller defender. That's a little much. Whoa. Clyde Drexler. Was a better defender than? No, I'm not minute. saying he was a better. Oh, okay, defender. well you gotta listen to what I'm saying. Then. I, I you think he was listen, a better player, but you gotta listen to what I'm saying, though, right? You just jumping in with names, right? I was talking about his defensive prowess, his speed, how he could change the game, and you throw out Clyde Drexler. Uh, okay, well, uh, Clyde Drexler Clyde was Drexler great. Was better than than Pippen offensively, yes, because he was a number Period. one on the team. If I had his, to start a team, I'm taking Clyde Drexler over Scotty Pippen. So if you're starting a team, you'll take Michael Jordan and Clyde Drexler. Yes. Oh, no. They would have been ridiculous. Yeah, but I'm not going to do that. Because I'm going to take Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen because now I know I can lock down the backcourt. Done. That's over. All right. Let me give you my take on Scottie Pippen, who is a great player. I don't want to take anything away from him being an all-time great player. No And he and Jordan are clearly the best perimeter duo ever. And if you just go by success, the best duo, period. Um, here's the thing, though. And I I have always felt that this isn't new. This isn't based on Scotty going overboard, way overboard with his comments. I have felt this way since I was watching the Bulls play when Scotty entered the league. We know he came from the University of Central Arkansas. Right, We know he was a late bloomer. We know nobody knew about him when he was drafted, and he was raw. When I watched Scotty, Scotty Pippen averaged seven points as a rookie. 
He averaged 14 his second year, 16 his third. And when I I remember watching Scottie Pippen and saying to myself, as he grew and got better and better and better, this dude is kind of mimicking Michael Jordan's game. Like he's learning. I could see him learning from Jordan. And if you talk to people in that organization who were there at that time, they say Scotty learned like how to work hard from Mike. He learned how to be a professional from Mike. You know, he and he obviously his game got incredible. But I think I honestly believe if Scotty doesn't go to the Bulls and he goes somewhere else. I don't think he becomes what he did. And I also believe that had any other really good, talented wing player gone to Chicago, they now they I'm not saying it would have been the defender that Scotty was. He's an all-time great defender. But they could have been, they would have blossomed and developed as well, and I think they still would have won titles. So I can't find a big argument in that, what you're saying. But what I think you're doing is you're looking at that duo defensively like you're looking maybe like in today's NBA. But back then, the way they played, the way Scottie Pippen played defense, the physicality of him playing defense. Well, no, he was awesome. And Jordan, too. Both of them were. I don't know if you supplement any other player right there and they'll they'll be able to give you that defense and the offense that Scottie Pippen was able to do for Michael Jordan to win those championships like he do. I don't I, I don't know who that player would be. Well, uh, let's take Drexler for example. Yes. Drexler would give would not give you as good a defense, but I tell you this, with Jordan as a teammate, his defense would have been better. Because he Jordan would have been on him. Like, look, we got to play this defense. And Scottie Pippen or, has some bad. Or was Clyde Drexler an alpha as well? He wasn't an alpha like Mike. On his but team I think, he was. I think Clyde would be. On his yeah, team he, he was. But, but he, wasn't, he wasn't quite like Mike. Nobody I mean, was like Mike. Duh, right? Like, well, I mean, he, my, it's a one of one. Michael Jordan is a one of one. So Mike. nobody would be Mike, but what I'm saying well, is, yeah, Clyde I would Drexler say a Kobe was there with Mike. Yeah, that's you know, one. That's one B right there. That's one but A or whatever. Drexler would he? I think like I talked to Clyde about this just years after they retired, but he was like, "Look, I wanted Portland to draft Michael. Remember that was the whole big thing. They drafted Sam, Sam Bowie because they were like, in, which at that time you get Bowie was a seven footer. He was supposed to be great. He was good in college when he was healthy, and you had Drexler right." You're like we got a great wing player, but we Drexler got an alpha. Like, we have an me alpha. Me and Mike can play together, and they went in a different direction. But don't forget, Scotty had some bad playoff games, scoring the ball seven yep. points mm-hmm. a few times, two points. Remember that game seven that they lost to Detroit? And he's crying. now he had a migraine. I'll give him that, but he played forty two minutes, one for ten, two points. He had thirteen point games, eleven point games, fourteen point playoff games, and Mike went for forty. So my point is this: because I agree, I don't think Clyde would have been the defender that Scotty was. So I think he could have got close. But he would have been much better offensively because he could have run the team. Because Scotty, remember, was a point forward. Drexler could have done that, and he was giving you more points. 
Well, at this point, we'd have to say the old saying, if it was a fifth, we'd all be drunk. Because if we can go back in our Can we agree, though, Scotty, like you said, uh, horrible? Really? He's laughing. No, I I don't. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I mean, that's 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 the pain. Yeah, that's that, the pain. He's we, we hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> right, right, right. Now let me say this, Ephraim, for those because we got some youngins listening that are like, oh, they digging in the they digging in the, the archives now, trying to look for reasons that oh, you are gonna see some memes out there about how why LeBron's better than Jordan because Jordan was horrible for the first three years of his career. Let me let me just school y'all. Michael Jordan stepped into the league from day one on a team that everyone knows was drug riddled. Okay. Oh, oh, it was drug riddled. It was wide open. Right. Gave him 28 points, six assists, six and a half rebounds. And here's the key on 51% shooting from the field. Now, you know, Ephraim, you played, especially back in the day when the three pointer wasn't as prominent. 50 point shooting is 50% shooting is what you shot for, right? Yeah. Oh, like you weren't that's, that's the was standard. Efficient. Right. That's, the that's standard. what you wanted. And the ne- then he got hurt the next year, third year, the year before Scotty got there. Jordan was 37 points, uh 5 rebounds and four and a half assists on 48 yeah, percent the league shooting. is scoring. Yeah, 37 on now 48% shooting for a guard? That's not a that's not a, a, a awful player. What that Thank is you. is someone who may not necessarily been a team player. He doesn't he doesn't trust the team because of the team, the talent on the team. So he's going into it like y'all I got back to on get up busy. now. Y'all come set the screen and y'all get on about the way. Now I'm going to do my thing. And, and, and he, was, he did, and did it efficiently though. Yeah, to did. me, that's why Kobe. Here's the context: He shot 48 percent that year, which is good for a guard. Kobe never ever in his career shot even 47 percent. Kobe never shot better than 46 percent. And remember, that's with eight years of Shaq drawing double and triple teams at times. So yeah. Jordan had a bunch of dudes that weren't drawing any attention defensively. Went for 37 a night on 48% shooting. And when 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 Scotty was a rookie, he averaged 35 on 53% shooting. Pippen wasn't helping him out with his little seven points a game. <laughs> so come on, man. They're just horrible. Stop it. It's the Eye Couple. Fox Sports Radio. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This League Uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. 
Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, it's the iCouple, Chris and Ephraim, live from the TireRack.com studios. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We've been ripping Pippin. But I'm going to go for it. <laughs> One thing he said, he talked about the system that obviously Phil Jackson kind of installed. Now, look, Doug Collins had coached him within a whisker of the NBA championship. I do think if Collins had stayed there, they would have won championships. I don't know about six, but they would have won some championships. But Phil Jackson obviously got Mike to play in the triangle, which Mike didn't want to do initially. And obviously the rest is history. But Ephraim, I had a a former NBA player who was a champion tell me this was maybe eight to ten years ago. He said if – because he was saying that LeBron's ball dominance and LeBron being the system versus fitting into a system hindered his teammates and his ability to win at at championships. And because he was like, look, when your star has, you know, plays a certain way and has a role, everybody else knows their role and they're more comfortable in it. And so he was like, if LeBron be said, I'm going to be magic and average 25 points and 12 assists, or I'm going to be a typical small forward and, and lead the league in scoring 35 points and nine rebounds, 10 rebounds a game, 
He said, now he just threw this number out, but he was like, he LeBron would have won eight championships by now. And so I do think, like, I like the way LeBron has played. Now I know a lot of it's out of age and he's not quite what he used to be. But overall, I do like him fitting in and being more a part of the system than just dominating every possession. So what what are your thoughts on that? I, I think being in a system and playing five-man basketball, which Jordan did with the triangle, is more effective than one man, a one-man show. Because Jordan was a one-man show early in his career and couldn't win. LeBron, Jordan, Wilt, Oscar, uh, whoever you want to name, couldn't win it as a one-man show. It takes a team. Jerry West. Jerry um, West. Well, he had Elgin, but yeah. I yeah, but it, it, you're right, and that's why coaching is paramount. We, we see it play out in every sport across, you know, sports. When you get into the playoffs, you got to be able to to make adjustments. You got to be able to put your team in a position to take advantage of a weakness of another team. Right. And players can't necessarily see it all. They can't see a 10,000-foot view because they're in it. They're on the ground. They're in the war. And a coach can step back and look at things separately and then collectively put them together, which is why you look at Phil Jackson, Popovich, Spolstra. These are some of the greatest coaches to to ever play. Like, they've mastered that. They've mastered a system where everybody buys in, knows what they're supposed to do, and executes it, which is a difficult thing to do in today's NBA. Without a doubt. Very nah, difficult that's to real do. real talk. There's no question about that. All right, look, we're going to move on quickly to the NFL. Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, will join us in the moment. But first, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, thank you, Steve. It's the I Couple. Chris Broussardi from Salam is in for Rob Parker. Our next guest is a friend of the show, former NFL executive of the year, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. He got theme music too. Oh, and so y'all, y'all just handing funky. it out. Y'all just handing it out. Okay, I see what's going on. But he picked this. Right, okay. I thought he was gonna pick like Fleetwood Mac or something, which would have been dope. Just, just everybody but he, get it. He picked this. Everybody. It's our it. man Randy Mueller. Randy, what's up? What's going on, guys? Why are you so shocked, man? Come on. Get with me. <laughs> I know. I know. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. Um, all right, Randy, let's get to We were just talking about DeAndre Hopkins and where, you know, he might end up, where he should go, who should go after him, so on and so forth. And we brought up Buffalo because he mentioned a few quarterbacks he'd like to play with. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. I just want to focus on Buffalo, not just from the DeAndre standpoint, but you can throw that in your answer as well. A lot of people seem to think they won't say the window is closed, but they feel like Buffalo has kind of step, taken a step back or is not where it was a few years ago and kind of missed its best opportunity to win a Super Bowl, at least in the next year or two. Um, do you agree with that assessment? And then 
do you think they should to, to try to maybe fix that if, if you do agree? Should they go out and get a DeAndre Hopkins to really have a powerful offense? Well, there's definitely a lot to unpack there, Chris. I would say this. DeAndre Hopkins has good taste if those are the teams he's considering. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> he ain't I mean, stupid. That's the, that's the high-rent district in the NFL, so I like what he's thinking. I, don't, I do not think that Buffalo's window is closing. I do say this. They've given a couple opportunities back, and that's hard to recalculate when you do that. You see that in basketball. You see it in all sports. When you don't come through when the timing is right, there's no guarantee. But I do think Buffalo is going to be okay. I think the defense now is totally uh, in the light of the head coach. He will take over that defense. I think they will be a little more aggressive. I don't think Josh Allen is going to take a step back. Getting Dalton Kincaid in the first round to go with the, the tight end situation knocks that they already have, I think gives them another weapon. I think it'd be a great place for a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. Now, I don't know if they can afford it. I think Hop's deal was really more about money than anything else. $19, $20 million is a lot. And I think that's going to be hard for anybody to swallow. So I, th- I guess they figure they can negotiate off of that. So maybe it'll be close. I don't know. But I do think there's some teams that they are one. New England might be one. I just don't know if New England's window is, is the timing that DeAndre Hopkins could use. I think they're a ways away. I think they're going to be the fourth in that division. So there's a couple other teams as well. If, if you look around the league, I think he'll find a home. I don't think he'll have to wait till training camp and an injury. I think he's above that, and I think he'll be in demand. It's just a matter of what the price is. Well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about one of those teams that he said that he liked uh, and the Baltimore Ravens because they got a little bit of wiggle room with the cap. Uh, what would it mean for him to join that new style of offense. We heard Lamar talk about how he's going to throw more now. What would that do for this new Lamar Jackson that we're getting ready to see during the regular season? Well, it's not going to hurt him, that's for sure. I mean, they've done... (laughs) They've done some good things with their perimeter players. Obviously, drafting Zay Flowers, signing OBJ. They're going to get a healthy Bateman back. It would be great to throw him in the mix. The thing about Hop is he's going to be a security blanket for wherever he goes for that quarterback. Now, in the Ravens' case, they have two really good tight ends already, but they have proved that they want to work the middle of the field, and that's kind of Lamar's deal. You could throw him in the mix. I don't know how much money the Ravens could come up with for a – third or fourth receiver. I don't think they would sign him if he was going to take reps away from Zay Flowers. They want that to develop. He's a young talent that they've got to get on the field. So it may not be the most ideal, but I do know this. They're doing everything they can to make it easier for Lamar, and adding Hopkins would be an awesome stroke of business if they could get it done. Randy, how do you think Lamar, I mean, he said it, I'm going to throw more, run less. He said running only gets you so far. How do you think he's never thrown for 3,500 yards? How do you think he's going to do as a quarterback who primarily throws the football? I think it's, it's the time will tell, obviously, but I think that's been the rub with Lamar the whole time. It's, yeah, the perimeter players haven't been there, and even the GM said, hey, I haven't done the best job at surrounding him. But the other thing is Lamar's accuracy is not his strength. And processing from the pocket, for me, 
isn't really using Lamar at his highest level. So I would think there's got to be a happy medium in there. I surely hope they don't box Lamar in and to try to make him a pocket passer because he changes the game when he can get out of the pocket and make things happen with his legs. I, I don't want that evolution to stop. I think he's got to be a little more caretaking of his body, maybe not cartwheel into the end zone for a touchdown anymore. But that, we all have that. You know, with the older we get, the, the, our mind makes appointments. Our body just doesn't need to keep, and and that's probably the case with with Lamar. So, I think he's going to have a lot of pressure on him this year. There's no more contract to be talked about. There's no more lack of people around him, and I do think he's going to be one of the pressure points that we look at, especially with a new offensive coordinator and a new system that he has to sort out in training camp. Let's talk about the team that just released him uh, today, in the Arizona Cardinals. Now we don't know. Well, we know that Kyler Murray probably is not going to be available at the beginning of the season. If he is, you know, for whatever reason, not able to come back and, and they don't have a great year is and end up with the first pick in the draft, is this a scenario where they get off of him and, and draft Caleb Williams with mm. the number one pick? Wow. Well, I think that's going to that's gonna be a choice that is going to be sitting there staring him in the face because I don't think it's going to be a great year for Arizona. I do like what Monty Osmond Fort, their GM, has done in that he made a couple deals draft data and kind of strengthen the, the gates next year, move into some positions next year that uh, we think that's going to be a, a, a better draft, and he's got a couple high picks now. I think it's going to be up to Kyler. He's getting a fresh reset now we will see i don't think he'll be ready to play until maybe halloween you know at at earliest but he's got to do a lot of things away from the field i think to sell people there it's it's hard to reset all of those buttons but he's got a chance to do it i think he'll determine if they decide to take a quarterback or not i think that he's not going anywhere this year because of the money maybe not even next year but they're going to have to solve it long-term. And if you end up with a first or second pick and you have a, a guaranteed slam dunk staring you in the face, I think you'll find that the Cardinals are going to be open to that, that's for sure. Randy, everybody's talking about two quarterbacks that could bounce back and have throwback years. Aaron Rodgers, of course, with the Jets. And Russell Wilson, because of Sean Payton's presence in Denver. I want to ask you about a third, though. How about Deshaun Watson? Because I think Cleveland could be a team that, you know, could maybe make some noise if he, you know, can get back to what he used to be. Do you think he can get back to being the old Deshaun Watson? I think he can. I think Kevin Stefanski, Chris, is going to have to change his style a little bit too, though. I think they're going to have to tailor-make some things for Deshaun um, where we can see his athleticism, see him do a few more things. That's been a really kind of vanilla offense in my mind. And I know they want to run the ball, and that's first and foremost in, in, in Kevin's scheme. But I think they're going to have to do some things different to highlight the skill set of Deshaun Watson. Um, he's no question was very rusty all last year. But we saw him sit out, really, what, 18 months, right. 20 months, something like that. So I would think we'll find out early. But I do think it's going to be um, a little change of, of philosophy that's going to help get the most out of Deshaun Watson, and we'll see if Kevin's willing to do that on the offensive scheme side. All right, that's our man Randy Mueller. We appreciate it, man. It's good catching up again. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to the season coming up. Thanks, Randy. Yep, see you, Randy.
Ephraim a little bothered that everybody see now he like man I thought I was special I had my theme music you are special man you are well, special. thank you I appreciate that you are That's all I, I just needed validation we do, we do hand all. out the theme music though. yeah y'all just handing the things out man <laughs> Rob G got his own theme music too all right it's the Odd Couple Shop Talk is next keep it locked Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or your office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Toyo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Just, just, we're, we're just going to get go into it. it. We don't need no imaging <laughs> for this segment. You already know it is Shop Talk on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio segment. We discuss something that happened outside of the world of sports. This week's topic comes to us courtesy Poor of intro. Oof. Courtesy of Netflix. <laughs> All right. As you guys know, Netflix is cracking down on password sharing. In fact, earlier this week, they started sending out emails to all of their subscribers that said very ominously, your Netflix account is for you and the people you live with in your household because they don't want you sharing it outside of where you live. Ephraim, we'll get started with you. Your thoughts on password sharing, number one, and number two, if this is going to affect you in any kind of way, are you willing to pay the extra $8 a month to access Netflix? 
No, I, I, I mean, you buy a subscription. It's like your neighbor back in the day getting cable, and then you, uh, you wire in your your house to hit to his satellite or his cable box, and you all share, man. It's or you all, get it's it a, snowy back when a, my day. You get it in snowy. Look, look, because your neighbor had it. I'm I'm a writer. I'm on strike, and one of the big reasons I'm on strike is the the the, the business practices of Netflix. So mm. in no shape, way, or form am I siding with any of them. I hope everybody's able to share their passwords all over the world. Wow. That's what I think. They're not going to give us the money. So, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. A revolutionary, a true revolutionary right. right there. Fight the um, power. Don't cross that line. <laughs> no scabs. No scabs I, here, baby. My family does share passwords. Like, my my household is right now is just me and my wife. We're empty nesters now. My daughters are 25 years old, but they though us four, we do share passwords. So my daughters are still using it off of me. And I think they might have an app that we use, you know, like so our family just us four have the same password. You know, we share all that, but not not outside of that. There's one situation, I won't go into detail, but I do get a password from a family member but I for a certain service, but I pay for it. It's just for the access. I pay for it. Is, but, are, those, um, are those the but, uh, the the five the six hundred channels or the five uh, no, no, ninety five no, no, channels? None of that. Dirty? None of that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm trying to figure Parker. it out. I don't know. I'm the other uh, part of that. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on at the, in the Bruce Howard household. I don't no, know. No, 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 no. But um, but look to answer your second part of your question, I I, I gotta be honest. If push comes to shove, yeah, I hate to say it, but I probably pay the extra. Well, that's because you got too much money. Well, okay. Yeah, I'm exactly. Blessed. Right. I'm blessed. But yeah, you, you work all too. day. You, you work too. Hey, hey, hey. I do man. work all day. I'm you a work hard all worker. Never, day. Never, let, never let it be said. I'll wake up to you. I'll wake up clock. to you and end the day with you. Okay. <laughs> you a you a clock puncher, baby. Yes, yes, yes. I got a hypocritical take on this one, guys, because okay. I share passwords with like we we trade basically. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna pay for uh, Prime Video and Peacock. You're gonna pay for Netflix, wow. and we'll just swap, right? Well, so you and your boys, no, or me and my family. Members. Okay, and so every, I think everybody's basically paying for like three or four services, and then we just kind of share. How many apps you need? I, right now, just looking on my phone, I have 13 different ones. Golly. And that's not counting like the cable service that it gets the other channels to it, right? Wow. So, but here's my thing. The Netflix specifically is not one that I pay for. And so, if so you the, don't care what they No, do. so if the person in my family who's paying the Netflix does not pay the $8, I'm going to be upset about it. <laughs> because I'm relying on you to hold up your end of the bargain. If I'm paying for HBO Max, which is now just Max, the least you can do is supply the Netflix for everybody else. Well, it sounds like y'all going to have to have a new family meeting, right? And, <laughs> right. and some new bylaws. That's right. Yeah, I agree with that. That's, that is interesting. USC, Chris, where you at, brother? Uh, well, as far as if I'm going to start paying for it, I'm just going to channel Rob here. No way, no how. I ain't paying for that. I uh, Let's see. I currently, I, I pay for Paramount Plus. I seem to be the only person who I know who pays for Paramount Plus, and I give that to several people. Uh, I share Peacock. So and when I, you say, is that friends and... See, I, I and don't... Someone, someone in Fox Sports Radio, I have shared it with him so he could watch some soccer. 
I'm not gonna say I'm. I would never share with friends, but I don't know. I just. Yeah, most of the other stuff getting, I share with the family. You're like, getting out of, you know, I yeah. wouldn't say dangerous territory. We all have friends we really trust. It's only one or two. but It's like, a little, you know. Yeah, but then I think both of my sisters share different services with me. One's got Peacock, one's got Netflix. I use my mom's cable all the time. Like, it, it, it gets around. And, like, we're a very split family. I live in California. My one of my sisters lives in Virginia. The other lives in Colorado. My brother is in wow. in St. Louis. My mother is back in Toledo. Like we kind of have to share. We there's no such thing as a household for us. Wow, that that is. I tell you this, I I have to get Peacock though. I do have Peacock, but that I I got to get that because I got to watch Bel Air. That's right. And, my, and I'm enjoying that's, that's it. I got Paramount. We're, I, I we're, love Star Trek. I had to watch Ephraim, that. We're episode I think four. Of the, uh, of the new Black season? Black Teachers Matter, yes, of the, yeah. the second season. So that and, that was episode three. Now you're on the next episode, oh, that was episode three. four. Okay. This okay. episode you're on is my episode, the one I wrote. Oh, four is yours? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I, yeah. All right, I'll tell my wife that we watch it. All right. And you know, Chris, it, fun fact, Ephraim's going to give me a sweatshirt from Bel Air. That's what he told me. <laughs> is that oh, what I said? Work? Yeah, he has a really No, what cool... I said was if I get more days here uh, on the iCouple. Did you hey, not get three days I, this week? You got three days there this week. There we go. Hey, man. I know three I got a sweatshirt There's five days in a week, I know though. I got a sweatshirt <laughs> five days in a week. Rob I'm G stingy. made me I'm give selfie. him a day. He made me give him a day. <laughs> Keep it locked. iCouple, Fox Sports Radio. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.